Hi, and welcome to Library Land Loves. I'm Emily Burns, Education and Conference Manager here at OLA. I'm thrilled to have Tara Wong here with me today. Tara is the CEO of Oakville Public Library as of November 2018 and spent her time in Oakville prior to this role as the Director of Innovation and Integration. She's here today to talk about the top five things that she's learned in the past seven months as a new Public Library CEO. Welcome, Tara. No, oh, happy to be here, Emily. Thank you. <laughs> so glad to get to talk to you. And I, as some listeners may know, I am from Oakville Public Library myself. I'm on loan to OLA, so it's really nice to be back here in the building. No, we're very happy to have you back. <laughs> um, okay, so this isn't a ranked list, so we can just start with number one. Sure. I guess the number one thing that immediately came to mind about the things that, that have really struck me in the last seven months is that no matter how much you think you know what your boss does or what a CEO does, you really don't. Um, it was a real surprise to me um, coming in and, and the library stuff I understood. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've worked in libraries through all different kind of areas. I've worked in the back, I've worked in the front. Um, it, but it was really the different aspects of what it means to be a CEO that kind of struck me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the political aspects of it, mm-hmm. um, you kind of think you know what they are, but until you're actually sitting across from a counselor and dealing with them one-on-one, you, you really don't quite understand right. exactly um, how that kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, Oakville is also... Uh, works very closely with their municipality. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's all kinds of politics and how I fit within the structure of the entire municipality. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of confusion at the town. A lot of town staff just view me as, you know, head of another department. And and so sometimes having those discussions with them. um, And then I'm lucky enough to sit on the senior management team at the town and report into them uh, on different issues and and such. So it, it is a way for us to kind of build that relationship. But it's definitely been interesting navigating those waters for, for the first time. Um, and also some of the relationships I had previously, they shift all of a sudden when you go from just being somebody who's equal to them to suddenly having a different type of position. Yeah. You're viewed a little bit differently in those relationships and those powers kind of shift. Sure. Um, and it's been really interesting kind of managing those relationships moving forward. So I would say that's that's definitely the first thing that struck me yes. um, after moving into that position is that it's definitely more than what I thought it was. And in mm-hmm. some ways, really, really wonderfully. In other ways, you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> this too. Good to know. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think that, that that's really interesting in thinking about the, like, the relationships and the municipal relationships. And that isn't even the same across the board between every library and its own municipality, right? That's right, yeah. So that's something that changes depending on the library system and the municipality you're in. Too. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, so what's number two? Um, number two is that it's lonely at the top. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and that's, um, and I guess a lot of these do have a theme of, of relationships and just mm-hmm. by how they kind of shift up there. Yeah. Um, and this is a conversation that I've had with, with other friends that I, I have, not necessarily in the library world, but, but who have higher positions mm-hmm. up in organizations as well as other library CEOs. It's, it's your circle of trust really shrinks yeah. um, as you move up into the CEO and, and how you can vent or have conversations um, with the people that you work with kind of changes. Because whereas you might just want to have a conversation, sometimes that's taken as direction where that's, that's not really what you're looking for. You're really just looking for that um, back and forth conversation about mm-hmm. issues. And, and I have found that since I took on the CEO role, that kind of shifts. Um, yeah. 
Also, in, in how frank people are willing to be with me has shifted a little bit as, as well. Okay. Uh, when I ask uh, their opinion, sometimes I'm, I'm not entirely sure I'm getting their honest opinion, but rather what they think I may hear. want. Um, so I think I'm trying to manage that on, on my side and have those conversations to be like, no. And I think it's, it's a comfort level because that's something because I knew as I kind of settle into the role and we kind of rebalance some of those relationships, we'll settle back into that. Um, that is definitely something that I notice up there is that the, the um, number of people that I have to confide in and kind of talk through some of the issues um, mm-hmm. has, has shrunk, um, which actually leads me in, in, into my next one, mm-hmm. um, which is use your network, yeah. right? Because it, it shrinks within your organization just means you have to then look outside of your organization yes. um, to other kind of areas. And um, I was lucky enough to do the, the Canadian Urban Library Council and University of Toronto Public Library Leaders Program, mm-hmm. um, and they are an amazing, my, my cohort was amazing, um, and I use them regularly as, as just sounding boards, yes. um, and I think there's three or four of us that are CEOs since we graduated amazing. about a year ago, so um, just being able to talk through those types of issues, um, great to talk to the new CEOs, and in Southern Ontario, there are a large number of yes. us. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like in the 20s or the 30s or yeah, something. Yeah, it's only like it's 23 really, in the past yeah, year, so yeah. you can't really go too far without hitting a municipality yeah. with a new CEO. I mean, we all have varied kind of um, experiences. Some of us have actually been CEOs in the past or have had different kind of roles yeah. um, or just come from different types of, of libraries. Uh, so definitely, um, I think there was a couple meetings already with the new CEO kind of cohort and just kind of figuring out who your style kind of meshes with and who yeah. you can kind of connect with. Um, but then not forgetting the experienced CEOs, um, who the ones, uh, at least surrounding Oakville, um, have been amazingly generous with their time uh, and their opinions and their um, experiences. And that is extraordinarily helpful. Um, and, and being able to ask them questions is endlessly helpful. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I think that's one of the nice things about being in library land mm-hmm. anyway is that people tend to want to share, right? Like they're, they're, that that idea of scarcity or holding that information close doesn't seem to exist as much in our profession. No, we're inherently as, helpers. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. kind of drives us to become library workers is yeah. that we want to help. Exactly. Um, and so it, it makes sense that if you if you reach out a hand, somebody is somebody's going to reach out on the other side. That's so. amazing. Amazing. Okay, so I think we're at number four. Number four. Um, actually, I, I didn't quite realize this when I wrote them out, but they actually do all go in, in line because number four is ask for help. Um, so be willing to put out that that hand. And, and I, I must confess that I, this is something I struggled with um, because you feel the need to prove yourself, yeah. right? You got the position. You kind of need to be like, nope, I'm going to prove that I earned this, that I deserve it, that mm-hmm. I'm in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It doesn't take very long for internally you realize that that's, that's not going to work or you're not going to be emotionally um, stable uh, <laughs> moving forward unless, unless if you're, you're just a fortress. If you're just a fortress, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then you don't want to do that to everybody who works around you because if I'm stressed, other people pick up on it. No yes. matter how much I come in and smile, if I'm, you know, walking really quick and just felt like people pick up on those types of things. Yeah. And so I, was, I really tried to be conscious of that, but it is balancing it out with, um, with being able to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really in recognizing who um, and, and recognizing that they're willing to help because it also feels like, like an imposition and, and 
that's something that I think a lot of us struggle with with anyway, right? It's yeah. just simply asking for help no matter what part of our life. And because everybody is busy and everybody's dealing with their own stuff, mm-hmm. um, so how I don't want to bother them. But really, it, it's it's not because when people reach out to me, I'm, I'm, I I want to help. So exactly. I keep reminding myself that I'm not unique in that way. Yes. Yeah. At yeah. all. It's not an imposition every time. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. So that's it's. A good uh, point. It's definitely about learning to, to ask for, for help. Um, and, uh, and it can come in lots of different ways, like reaching out. And, and I will say that as, as a new CEO, something that I wrote into my contract was um, having an executive coach. Oh, um, so I do strongly recommend that should anybody get up to even, I would say, even a director or a CEO level, mm-hmm. um, that should be part of your negotiations. Because oh. she was amazingly helpful in that I, I brought up some of the stress. You know, I'm just feeling like, why shouldn't it's It's three months in. Things should be coming easier. I shouldn't be having this much stress. And she just looked at me and she was like, what? <laughs> And she's like, no, like, talk to me after a year if you're still feeling this. Right. She said, it takes a year. And I was like, really? Because uh, I I came from inside the organization, yes. right? So I would have expected that if I was moving to a new organization because the learning curve is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd been at OPL for four years already. Yes. So I just felt that, well, no, I, I know the landscape. I should be able to pick this up faster. But you probably had to relearn so many things, right? Yeah. Because you're moving position. You're like, there's so much that was changing, even yeah. though it was like some things stayed the same, but there's so much changing. This it's exactly. transition time. Yeah. It took me a while to connect what I said was my first, which is that <laughs> you, you have no idea what this job is yes. until you're in it to ask for help. Like it, yeah. it, it actually... I knew both of them, but I never connected them yeah. together. Yeah. Um, the fact that, because I did, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be able to come in and be like, no, I'm just going to step into it. And it's just going to be like this seamless kind of progression. Yeah. Um, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you're seven months in, so does it feel still like a, like you're, you haven't reached that year point yeah. that she talked about? It's definitely getting better. Each yeah. month gets better. Each board meeting gets better. Um, each meeting with, with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, my executive uh, coach, who is amazing, has um, has me reading like critical conversations, mm, I swear, monthly at right. this point. Yeah. Um, because that's just it. Like I keep reminding myself I need to start how I, I mean to go. Yeah. And that means having a lot of those tough conversations. So those people were... Um, those relationships are kind of in these awkward kind of transition phases yes. to have those, those, those conversations now mm-hmm. rather than just, well, it'll settle. I'll just leave it be and it'll settle. Right. Well, I don't have time for it to settle. Um, and in the meantime, things aren't happening that should be happening and that gets reflected everywhere else. So I am not, um, somebody who's overly com- comfortable with conflict as I think the majority are not. Uh, so it, it's good to have some kind of references, but it is beneficial in the long run and it is mm-hmm. saving me massive amounts of stress long term. It's, it's stressful leading up to those conversations, yes. but once you have them, that relief, the relief is huge. Yeah. Um, no matter how they go, at least you've had that conversation and, and you have a direction to move forward in, mm-hmm. um, so I definitely, definitely think that, yeah. Amazing. Mm. And number five. Yeah, number five is is be grateful. And this one I've, I've reminded myself because OLA used to have a, a, a session with CEOs and used to be what keeps CEOs up at night. Mm-hmm. And they switched it a couple of years ago mm-hmm. um, to what I love about being a CEO. And, and I loved that uh, switch, yes, right? Yeah. Um, because I can give you tons of stuff that keep me up at night, yeah. but that's not really helpful. And that's not why I wanted to be a CEO. That's not why I 
join the library world. That's not why we're here. Mm -hmm. We're inherently helpers. Yes. Um, and so how do we kind of make that connection? And one of the things that, that you struggle with as you move up through an organization is you grow further and further away from the impact, right? Yeah. So making sure now that, that I am on the floor, I'm visiting the branches, or I'm talking to the, the community members, or I'm, I'm talking to people to try and get that impact, mm -hmm. um, and recognizing the role that, that I play, that everybody plays in the organization in, in changing a, a community. Um, and then being really grateful that, that I get to do that. Like, I'm amazingly blessed to have this opportunity um, to be CEO of, of, of a great library like Oakville Public Library. And we're doing such amazing things. It's really exciting. Um, and sometimes it can be really hard to keep focused on that with the everyday minutia of trying to get some of these things moving forward. It's really easy to see the barriers mm -hmm. um, and but what we really should be focusing on is, is the work that we do every day yeah. uh, that we just don't spend enough time really recognizing, I don't think, as as an industry. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I like that you brought up the session changing at OLA because, too, like the idea of what keeps CEOs up at night, I feel like that kind of session is the kind of session that, that humanizes CEOs to, to staff. Yes. But the idea of what I love about seeing, like what I love about being a CEO makes it seem like being a CEO is an attractive option right. for people. <laughs> it's yeah. what, you know, like I, I think, that, and I think that that's really important yeah. too when thinking about succession planning, when thinking about leadership in libraries, yeah. you want people to, yes, know what's keeping you up at night, but you also want people to know what it is that's bringing you to work every day. Yeah. And that's really inspiring. Yeah. It is. You're right. You do need to know the, the, the two. So maybe the, the next session could be a combination <laughs> of both. But I did. I used to go to the, you know, what would keep me up at night. And it, afterwards, it would always be, that's really interesting. Is that what I want? For sure. Yeah. And, um, and those are kind of questions. I think there are questions you need to ask yourself of as course. you move up because the last thing you want to end up in a position that you're like, oh, this isn't, this isn't what I thought it was. Um, but I also think you need to balance that out with exactly like there are there are moments of sheer joy in this position, um, and you need to remember those. What are some of those for you? Um, things like the citizenship ceremony. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know it's it every every I look forward to this every year and, yeah. and being a part of it. Now being a CEO, you have a bit of a different role in it, so mm -hmm. that's always really exciting. And and I love getting able to, to, you know, recite that, that oath every year and seeing those new Canadians come through. Um, that's always really exciting. Uh, kids, we've had, um, some really amazing programs with, with children and those are always fun to see the impact. We had one recently with Esther, the wonder pig. Mm. Um, we had like a, a live chat. Esther wasn't feeling well. So Esther was in the hospital. Um, but Esther and her dad still visited with the Aww. kids. Um, and then the kids then wrote get well letters to Esther. Right. Oh. And one of the things, especially right now that, that I think the library is so good at is just building empathy, right? Like fiction built empathy. Um, and having these kids come in and, and have empathy for this, for this pig, right? And then <laughs> write, write, get well letters to this pig. It was just wonderful. And, 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 you know, those were shared and, and it's just, it's lovely to have those kind of, of moments. And a lot of them were newcomers too. So I could just be like, they, parents were like, okay, we're writing a letter to a pig, but yep. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just how that, that kind of works. And yeah, we've had some amazing kind of things. Um, oh, gaming. 
I guess oh, I can talk about yeah. our gaming expo. We do a gaming expo every year. Well, this will be, this was our second year. Yeah. But we'll have one next year. We, we partner with Sheridan um, and students in their game design program. Um, and this year, I personally was really excited because we had our first all-girl team. Awesome. Um, particularly for gaming, right? Because mm-hmm. gaming is so sexist. Yes. And some of the Gamergate, some of the issues that we've had around it. Exactly. And having so many kids come in, um, you know, we get well over a thousand kids to come in and, and test these games, be able to talk to everybody. So to have an all-girls team and have the girls just zoomed right over to it and really had those conversations. So I really do hope we see some future game designers out of that because I do think women bring different mindsets to games. Um, and I'm really excited to see where that could potentially lead. So that's something that we're going to try and keep going. And hopefully next year we'll have more than one all-girl team. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. It sounds like you are really finding the joy. Like, the gratitude was really easy for you to locate. Yeah. Just now. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Um, yeah, I, I think that it's really it's really important for these conversations to happen about what it takes to be in leadership in public libraries, too. Like, And there's so many opportunities now for library people to learn about what it means and how to be in leadership and how to build your own leadership style. Yeah. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today about it. No, it's my pleasure. I I absolutely encourage anybody, um, if they're interested in moving up, whether that's even to a manager, director, or CEO position, reach out to people that you know. I mean, people in libraries are are more than happy to have those conversations. And uh, we're delighted and we we need them, Um, especially now, you know, with, 23 new CEOs. <laughs> That's a lot of empty slots that need to be filled. And yeah. so, yeah, we're really excited. Succession planning is definitely one of the, the key issues that uh, the majority of CEOs are dealing with right now. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there are some, like, the formal programs, like Public Library Leaders, mm-hmm. as you mentioned. There's Advancing Public Library Leadership from Souls as also well. Also another good one, yes. Um, both great programs, and they really allow people to foster that sense of community among one another, whatever type of leadership you're interested in. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, I would encourage people to look up those programs. Oh, me too. Yeah. Okay, um, so do you have any parting words, any advice you would give to any library people looking to move into leadership? Um, other than ask yourself why a lot. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I do think you need to check yourself a little bit about yeah. why. Yes. Um, because the more that you move up, the stress that you take on, unless you have a why that is very much about helping other people or yeah. serving the public good, mm-hmm. um, it will not be what you expect it to be. Yeah. Um, being CEO of a library is not particularly glamorous. <laughs> you know, you don't get your own car. Like, you don't get those corporate perks. Maybe that's a for sure. Spot, like. Yeah, may, maybe a parking spot. Although I frequently have to fight for mine. Um, it's uh, so you just need to make sure you're you're doing it for a reason that is going to sustain you through mm-hmm. not only the the good times but also the sitting in five hour budget meeting times right. when you're just like I can't. What is happening right now? Um, kind of those conversations or people even question the value of, of a library or uh-huh. you're trying to, you know, debate with a, a provincial or a federal uh, politician about why. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to love it and that needs to come across mm-hmm. and that will be what will sell yeah. um, to those organizations. And if you don't feel it, mm-hmm. then, then you just need to have some more thoughts yeah. about where you want to go with with your career yeah yeah you gotta love it you do mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay 
Well, thank you so much, Tara, for talking with me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> so if you have any questions or comments on today's episode, please drop us a line at the Contact Us section of our website. Visit us on Twitter at, at OnLibraryAsoc and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AccessOLA. Don't forget to subscribe with whatever podcatcher you're using these days, and please tell a friend about Library Land Love. Thank you so much.